Hello, this is Bad Vibes. I've used Uber and Lyft before, and I'm sure you have too. Unfortunately for me, I got boring drivers. But unfortunately for the writers of these following stories, they got more than just a little excitement. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. I always tell this as a cautionary tale that has actually happened to me especially in the light of all the terrifying, heartbreaking news stories of girls who get in Ubers and are never seen again. This happened when I was in college. It's one of the bigger party schools with an entire street of bars that you can wander to and from. My boyfriend had gone back to his hometown, so I decided to go out with some friends. I'm sure you can see where this is going. I had a bit too much to drink and was on the edge of a blackout. Knowing with my whole mind, body, and soul, I didn't want to be a liability for my friends for the rest of the night, so I told them that I would Uber home. My friends insisted on coming home with me, but selfishly, I wanted to call my boyfriend when I got home and have the place to myself, so I told them all no, but took a screenshot of my driver's name and info on the app and sent it to them. When he got close, I hugged them all and walked out the door. Like I said earlier, It's a big party school with a lot of bars in one area. So the entire strip is lined up with Ubers from about 11 to 3 a.m. It was almost bar closed and there was a ton. And look, I was hammered. I don't even know what a Toyota Yaris looks like at the best of times. So I'm searching. A man rose down his window and asked if I'm waiting for an Uber. He told me that he wasn't my Uber, but if I canceled my ride and accepted his, Then he would take me home. I was already thinking of the leftovers I had in the fridge at this point, and I agreed, canceled my Uber, and linked my account up with his. He was super nice, and he was in fact an Uber. I've heard stories about fake Uber drivers, so I did make sure he was legit. He called me beautiful a few times right off the bat, but hey, I was a girl in college. I got that a lot. I remember we talked about our favorite books, and I told him I was an English major. He was super interested in listening to me talk about tutoring ESL students in my free time on campus. He was an immigrant who had to learn how to speak English. So we talked about how awful it is to learn such an intricate language, but how rewarding the success will be at the end. When he missed the turn to my apartment complex, I figured that he must have just been distracted by our conversation. I politely pointed out that he missed the turn and he said he would turn back around. Rather than making a U-turn though, he took the longest way to get back to my apartments. I was still in familiar territory, so at least I knew he was going in the right direction. But I was starting to get nervous. It was around 2.30 a.m. at this time, and it was super dark with no one awake, let alone outside. When he missed the turn in again, I asked him if I could just get out and I could make it back on my own. He seemed kind of offended, like he was surprised that I wasn't engrossed in our conversation as he was. I kind of jokingly told him that I was a broke college student and he was racking up my bill during a surge. That seemed to straighten things out a bit. He was like, oh, I completely understand, and turned back towards my complex. I was honestly so freaked out and drunk at this point that as soon as he pulled into my complex, I was like, okay, right here is fine, thank you, and pulled the door handle when he came to a stop. It didn't open. I hit the little lock latch. Still nothing. Let's go get some coffee, 
he said. He clicked the button on the app to say that the trip was completed and clicked out of the app altogether. At this point, I'm just trying not to look as freaked out as I feel inside. I told him that I was tired and it was late for coffee and that's the last thing I needed at the moment. I tried the door again just to make sure I wasn't drunk and handling the door wrong. It still didn't open. We should just sit here and talk until you feel better, he explained to me. Or we can go somewhere private too, if you like. Do you live alone up there? At this point, I'm frantically digging through my purse, looking for my phone. Screw being polite. When he asked what I was doing, I told him that I promised my boyfriend I would call him when I made it home safe. This was the wrong thing to say. He got pissed that I had a boyfriend and that I hadn't told him about him. He asked me what his name was, what he did for a living, and where he was right now at this very second. When I gave him half-hearted answers, he got even angrier. He demanded to know why a boyfriend of mine would be stupid enough to leave his girl alone with another man. He repeated this twice. At this point, I'm trying not to cry. I figured my phone must have fallen under the seat, so I start digging around down there. He demanded to know what I was doing. I gave him my best impression of a genuine laugh and said I dropped my phone. He told me to stop digging around in his things immediately. I stopped. Mind you, I was still drunk as hell at this point. I was trying to keep my shit together and not vomit or pass out. I tried the door a third time. Still nothing. He asked if I wanted to get coffee again, even kind of begged a little. I told him no. He asked me if I lived alone again. I lied to him and told him I had a roommate. He asked if it was my boyfriend and I said no. He kind of got angry again and then straight up asked if I made up my boyfriend. I told him no and he got angrier and again asked, why would he leave you alone with another man? I'm usually pretty good at reading people and I got the vibe that this guy thought he was a knight compared to my boyfriend. So I lied through my teeth. I told him I was going to break things off with my boyfriend and we weren't even really that serious and that he was an idiot to leave me alone like this. Thank whatever God that was watching over me. But that did it. He calmed down and said that changed things. He asked if I wanted to get coffee again and I changed my answer to not tonight. He asked me for my number and I gave it to him. Luckily I did because he called and made sure it was my real number. My phone buzzed from between the seat and my door and I fished it out. He grabbed my phone from me and demanded that I show my boyfriend's contact info. When I did, he deleted it and gave me a big smile. Feels good, doesn't it? I told him yes. He saved his number in my phone and gave it back. I told him goodnight in hopes that he would release me and he told me he just wanted to talk a little longer. I had to stay locked in the car with this guy till 4.30 in the morning. I don't even remember what we talked about. He asked me if he could hold my hand at one point. I said I needed to break up with my boyfriend before I did anything with another man. And he liked my answer, thankfully. When he finally let me out, I walked up the wrong building steps and crouched down in the shadows of some random person's doorway until he drove off. I sat there for another 10 minutes, then sprinted to my apartment. After crying on the floor in my kitchen for a while, I called my boyfriend and explained to him what happened. His response was the same one I get from everyone when I tell the story. Report the Uber. 
Even though he didn't know which building in my complex I lived in, he still knew where I lived. I was terrified of seeing him again. I was terrified of calling an Uber. To this day, I refuse to Uber alone, and I make sure I have my phone in my hand every time I get into the Uber now. I realize that things could have been a lot worse, and maybe he was a good guy with the wrong line of thinking, and he did mean well, but I was terrified. I thought I wasn't going to make it to my apartment that night. Please be cautious when getting into an Uber. Don't be like me. So Uber driver from hell, I know we've technically met before, but I'm going to have to rain check on that coffee date. Forever. Let's not meet. I'm sharing this experience from literally last night because it's creepy as hell and I want people to learn from my experience. This is a precautionary tale. I understand that it's my fault, but maybe if I can help one person by telling my story, it will be worth it. I don't really drink as a general rule, but once a month or so, I go out with my friends and binge. My friends and I had a great night at the bar in the city and then they left. I was chatting it up with a cute guy and decided to stay. I went back to his place. I'm ready to head home, so I call an Uber to pick me up. I don't know where I am. I know I'm in the city, but not the exact location. I order the Uber, but it's taking forever. Requesting, requesting, requesting. So I cancel it and try again. Pretty soon a car pulls up. I drunkly mumble something like, Is this the Uber? And I hop in. Big mistake. Ubers are apparently supposed to have some kind of marking on the vehicle. This guy pulls away and starts driving. We're chatting and I'm fumbling for a cigarette. And the next thing I noticed that we were headed on the highway in the opposite direction of where I thought we needed to drive. And we were going a solid 90 miles per hour. Then I get a call from my Uber driver. He's there and I'm not because I got into the wrong car with this nutcase. I start texting my friend frantically, counting off mile markers for her. Then I realize that's not going to do Jack because she's probably still drunk too. So I call 911, but I realize this guy's crazy and he's refusing to let me get out of the car. So I've got to do it on the sly. It's been 14 minutes now and I'm terrified. I don't know where I am. I don't know who this is. And we're driving over 100 miles per hour, weaving in and out of traffic. This guy's trying to get me to hang up my phone call. Yo, get off the phone. Who the hell you calling? You better not be no snitch. So I don't want to do anything that might provoke a violent reaction from him. I start chatting the 911 dispatcher as if it was my friend, praying that they'll catch on. Hey girl, it's me. I'm with someone right now. We're driving past Emerald. No, sweetie, it's not my Uber. I thought it was, but it's not. It's a shame you can't come and meet me and bring friends. Thanks, sweet baby Jesus, the operator catches on. He gets me to stay on the phone for a while while he sends cops, and we develop a code. If I see a cop, I'm supposed to casually put my hand out the window, which looks semi-normal because I'm smoking a cigarette. We pull into some random little housing complex, and he busts out some powder and forms two lines. I relay this to the operator, in code. Oh girl, I wish you were here right now. This guy just busted out the coke. You'd love it. He's taking a really big bump. 
man after my own heart. Pretty soon, I can see the lights of the cop cars, so I start waving my hand out the window. At this point, I don't care if he's onto me or not. I don't know if he has a weapon, so I slump down in my seat, just in case things get hot. The cops surround us, get him out of the car, and then once it's safe, they get me as well. They whisk me away to the hospital for a drug test and evaluation, and that's where my story ends. On my way to the hospital, as I'm explaining this to the officer, I find out that of this guy's 40-ish years on earth, he's been in prison for almost 30 of them for violent offenses. I want people to learn from my mistakes. If nothing else, call 911 and stay on the line. This encounter just happened three days ago, and I'm still pretty shaken up. I'm an 18 year old female student, and from where I'm from, July is our exam period for everyone, so I dragged my backpack everywhere. Anyway, it was 7 a.m. My exam was going to start at 9 a.m., so I decided to call an Uber. The car arrives on time, and I get in. Now I'm not the type to judge someone with one glance, but for some reason this driver made me feel very uneasy. He was in his mid-40s. He had dark black circles around his eyes and was smirking a lot. He was silent for a good 10 minutes, but then started asking me questions. He asked me if I was a student. I didn't want to answer that, thinking he would try to hit on me. So I just lied and told him that I was a proctor, hoping that he would back off. Oh, how wrong I was. He started to smirk and told me how he would always cheat on his exams and that I was a mean person for ruining people's lives in a joking way. I don't know why I did this, but I chuckled at his comment, and this probably triggered him thinking that I was liking this. He started getting personal and asked me how old I was, and if I would let my kid cheat. I lied and told him I was 34, and that I had a 16 year old kid. Mind you, I look pretty damn old, I'm overweight, and I don't have the best genetics. I hoped this would drive him off since I was old and had a kid. But instead, he just got creepier. He told me I looked like a strict person and asked me if I had a whip in my backpack. Then he asked me if my husband was strict like me. And I told him he was even more strict, hoping it would make him sound like a dude he doesn't want to mess with. And that ended up shutting him up for a while. Until I noticed he was moving to a completely different region. Now I'm not a map, but I know the exam center could not be reached from this direction. I started to panic but I was afraid he would do something if I confronted him since we were in the middle of a rural area. So I decided to fake a phone call for my coworker and pretend to talk to her and tell her where I was. I told her I was in the Uber and that I would be there soon. And I shit you not, when he heard this, he turned the car around and went back in the direction we came from. He still continued to make flirty jokes and I swear this turned my blood cold. As we were approaching the center, he told me that I should catch someone cheating and then come back with him and let him drive them so he can make some extra money and after that he would take me to my address. The creepy part was he studied my address. He was looking me in the eyes and said, I know where you live. I still remember he drove a blue Nissan. If I ever need an Uber again and I get paired with a blue Nissan, I will cancel it no matter what. I didn't call the company because I was afraid he'll come back after me since he knows my address. 
I just didn't want to associate with him or anything. So creepy Uber guy, whose intentions I don't know, let's not meet again. Just to give a bit of background, I'm a female and I drive for Lyft at night. I'm on the shorter side at 5 foot 4 and have been driving for Lyft for nearly 6 months. I typically drive downtown Denver, especially on weekends when there's the most money to make. At this time, I've only had a couple truly scary encounters and I drive 7 nights a week for at least a couple hours a night. This first scary one started out normally enough for that late at night. I had just dropped off a passenger in Aurora and was making my way back towards Market Street since the bars hadn't closed yet. I get a pickup that's on the way and it's a nice enough area that I don't feel uncomfortable. But anyone that knows Aurora, Colorado knows it's not really the best area even with its few nice areas. A couple guys hop in, one in the front and one in the back and they both have hoodies on and carrying backpacks. But this is Colorado and it's almost 1.30 in the morning so it's not that odd. Where it gets odd is after they get in. I give them my normal greeting and they completely ignore me and shove their backpacks onto the floor and pull their hoodies up while shielding their faces from the windows with their hands. I was instantly uncomfortable and I could tell something was off. It was only a 10 minute drive and we were in a secluded area so I decided the safest thing I could do was complete the ride. I could feel my fight or flight instincts kicking in. Within a minute I decided that if they tried anything I was going to crash my car. Neither one of them had put their seatbelts on so I figured it would be my best chance. Once we arrived at the location that they wanted to be dropped at I could tell it was not a good area. Bars on all the windows, trash everywhere and cars in disrepair. They get out and they don't shut my doors and they start whispering to each other while glancing at me. One of them has his hand in his pockets, fidgeting with something. At this point, I've heard enough and step on the gas, driving off when my doors open. I drove a couple of miles till I get to a gas station before I stop and properly close both doors. I call it a night and I headed home to cuddle with my toddler and my husband before having a good cry in the safety of my own bed. I had no idea what they were planning to do, but I know it terrified me at the moment. The second story takes place a couple weeks after the first. I had sworn off pickups in Aurora and all the shady parts along Colfax at night. I would still drop people off there, but I would also turn the app off when leaving that area. I was downtown as usual for a Saturday night and the bars were closing. I get a shared ride which can be very good at bar closing. Now the thing to know about shared rides is you can't request more than two seats, leaving room for two more people. I have on multiple occasions had a full car with these type of rides. I get to the people and I lock my doors as normal and three people get in. Okay, small problem. I'm polite and tell them I can't give them a ride with three people so they would have to order a different lift. This is where this one turns. I don't want to pay more. I'm sorry, but either one of you has to get out, or all of you do. This is a shared ride, and that means I can get two more passengers, and those seats are needed. With shared rides, you're only allowed to book two seats for two passengers. 
I'm not paying anymore, so you can just ignore those rules and take us home. At this point he had become aggressive and was putting his finger in my face. Maybe I should have been more scared, only this is Market Street, at bar close. There are drunk people everywhere, and where there are drunk people there are cops. I rolled down the window, as he continues to tell me what I'm going to do. It starts to threaten me by saying, I'll put your bitch ass in its place, if I didn't start driving right then and there. I didn't catch all of his threats, because I was making eye contact with the cop, and was focusing on getting his attention. Okay, you now have a new choice. You can all get out, or I can get that cop right there to get you out. The cop was making his way over, seeing if something was wrong. They all jumped out, and the guy flipped me off, and then they disappeared into the crowd, still looking for rides. The cop stopped and asked me if I was okay, and I gave him a short rundown of what happened, and thanked him for coming over. I headed off to my next ride, who was a very polite gentleman. In both cases, I reported them to Lyft, so I wouldn't be paired with them ever again. I also started carrying foam pepper spray for a defense and have a dash cam that records the interior of the car now. Since that last incident, I haven't had any more issues, so there's that. So this story is quite recent, near the end of last year. Now this isn't a crazy story where I nearly get murdered or I meet face to face with the world's worst known rapist. It's common comparisons, but nevertheless, it's really creepy and shows how dodgy Uber really is. Now, I still use Uber because it's 10 times easier than the bus, but I make sure to always sit in the back and keep very alert. So I live in England and during the winter the sun sets early. So I'm walking to the bus stop in my town center while it's quite dark. It's raining a lot, but I'm not really letting it phase me because there isn't a point. I'm already wet. The buses here are really unreliable. They either come way too early or way too late. I must have waited for two set times for the bus to come and it still didn't show up. So I ended up walking to the end of my town and calling for an Uber. I did that to make the price of the Uber go down a bit. So the guy comes and I hop in the front and he seems to be a really nice guy. He kind of looks like an Indian version of Clive Rowe. Straight off the top this guy's being super nice, constantly smiling at me and chatting away about my day. I normally don't interact but he was trying his best so I gave it a chance and talked to him about my day and told him about my day at work. I currently work in an IT based job and he found that very interesting. One thing that I found odd was, this guy would fully turn his head and chest to look at me when responding, even though he was driving. So this goes on for quite a bit, then he responds to a call on the loudspeaker and is chatting away in his language. It was calm. He starts telling me about his wife and his life back in his home country and all that good stuff. Again, I'm being nice and nodded along to be kind. Because of our talk about my job, he starts telling me about how he made his money back in his country and it had something to do with IT that he did out of his home. So he tells me it once, but then tells me it again in a slightly adapted story. And this happens all the way home for the rest of my journey, telling me the same story over and over again. I'm consistently nodding, telling him I'll try it out soon. 
So we pull up beside my house and he turns to me again and starts telling me about his job. Asking me if I'll try it out. I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a look. I go to hop out the door and say thanks, but the door is locked. I'm making it obvious I want to get out by pulling out the door. So instead of unlocking the door, this guy tells me about his IT job. But this time, he's patting and grabbing my thigh. Now, for someone that I know, that could be a nice gesture. But for some random ass Uber driver, that is far past creepy. I'm now pulling out the door, assuring that I'll check out his job. Before he unlocks the door, the guy says to me, Will I see you again? With some creepy ass smile. I was like, maybe. Probably ended up giving this dude a hard on at the idea of seeing me again. But I was finally able to get out of the car. So for that Uber driver that thinks it's okay to touch a girl's thighs and not let the passenger out, we definitely ain't meeting again. And I will definitely be denying your rides if they come up. This happened last year at the peak of my partying stage. I was at a friend's house drinking until about 2am. I was pretty drunk and decided to call an Uber to take me home. The car pulled up and I have this habit of sitting in the front seat with the driver. He was a young man, around mid to late 20s. And I don't remember too much about what we were talking about, but I do recall his compliments going from, you're really pretty, to, you're really hot. And he kept on saying I reminded him of his mom, which was weird. And I found it even more strange considering that I was only 19. But I tried to laugh it off because I didn't want to appear rude. I asked him to swing by a drive-thru at a burger spot because I was hungry. We got the food and he was supposed to take me home. But I noticed that he was driving in the complete opposite way of where my house was. I looked at his map and it kept telling him to turn around. So I asked him where were we going and I remember him looking over at me and saying, Oh, you don't want to come over to my house? I remember I completely sobered up at this time. No, please take me home. I don't recall if we continued talking after that, but luckily he took me home and I never heard from him again. I reported him the next day. What really upsets me is he clearly knew I was inebriated and he tried taking advantage of me. I can't imagine what would have happened if I never spoke up. It's safe to say, I won't be Ubering alone at night anymore. So creepy Uber driver who tried to take me home, let's not ever meet again.